Strode confronts her longtime foe, Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. Jeff, this week on That's Terrible, we're going to talk about the 2018 Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, this obviously is just... Look, we could spend hours talking about the long and branching timelines of the Halloween movies, um, but that's yeah. not what we're, that's not what we're here to do. Uh, we're going to talk about this one, and right off the bat, I'm just going to go ahead and clear this up for everybody. This is a sequel to the original Halloween. Uh, none of the other movies are considered for this one, though. Just about every single one of them, if not every single one of them, has a call out or Easter egg or something inside this movie. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I saw that because I watched the original last night and I saw that they did little tropes to the original, which was nice. Yeah, they, you know, there's scenes with like a clown with a knife, which was like his first kill. Um, there are even call outs to uh, Halloween 3 which is uh, by far the worst and also the only one that doesn't have Michael Myers in it. Uh, <laughs> what? How do you do that? Uh, yeah, Season of the Witch is um, bad. <laughs> Jesus, okay. Uh, just real quick, it deals with, um, if I'm remembering this correctly, it, it is like demon masks um, who you know take over people on Halloween and are making them do the killing. Um, it's, it's strange, but we'll get into more of that later. Um, okay. 2018's Halloween, obviously, as as we just said up front, follows Laurie Strode, um, Jamie Lee Curtis, and her battle with Michael Myers, who like hasn't really been. Uh, so right up front, I'm just gonna say one of my problems with this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, so it it ignores the other what ten Halloween movies that are not the first one from 1978. And so we lose a lot of Michael Myers there, right? So yeah, including this movie, he's killed approximately 128 people. Okay. Okay. Um, in the first movie, he killed seven total. Um, and, and they make references to, he killed five people on Halloween night. Yeah. So, you know, I, I get it, Laurie Strode. She had this, you know, this thing happened to her. Um, she almost died. All of her friends were murdered and she got away. And if we take the ending of the original Halloween, which you just watched and which I actually remember, um, Michael Myers is shot. He falls from a balcony. He's presumed to be dead until he just disappears. And then credits. <laughs> and then credits. Um, and so we we begin this movie where he's back in a mental institution. He's back in the same mental institution um, that yeah. he escaped from in the original movie. So, A, we don't... Ha he's not the vicious um, supernatural killer that we saw through 10 or 11 movies, whatever it was. And he also, <laughs> like, he hasn't been doing anything for 40 years. Yeah. He's been in this insane, insane asylum for 40 fucking years, like exactly 40 years. And so while I, I like the, the paranoid Laurie aspect of this movie, I, th I think that that's one of its strong suits. 
it doesn't really sell me on why she's that paranoid, why 40 years have gone by, he's done nothing but sit in a mental institution, and she's still worried about him. Yeah, I would have gave up, like, maybe after five years. I'm like, you know what? Like, this is getting nuts. I spent millions of dollars trying to prepare my house for this. It's just too much. <laughs> yeah, I lost a child. Yeah. Like, like not dead, but she lost custody of her child. And, you know, yeah. who's, now, who's now an adult, obviously. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's one of the things that, that kind of gets me. But we actually have some story to talk about here, so I'll just run down some of that real quick. Um, okay. Movie opens with these two, these two podcasters, or quote-unquote investigative <laughs> journalists, who <laughs> show up to, um, God, what the hell is the name of Castle Grove? Grove Castle? I think so, yeah. Some, something. It's the same one the same named place as uh as the original and so they show up there and they're they're talking to people and uh michael myers is about to be moved he's about to be moved to another facility for reasons unknown and according to the doctor who is now overtaken you know whatever psychiatric help they're trying to give michael um this is a substandard facility this is not some a place that's going to quote unquote take care of him um but he also is not being sent somewhere to be killed he is he's not looking at a death penalty or anything like that yeah uh, so they show up they've requisitioned his old mask and they try to essentially what they're trying to do is get him to talk right and this is this is one of the things that uh a first it's a callback to rob zombies movie uh which the first halloween he did was the first one that michael's actually spoken uh but hmm. also they're just trying to find out you know he was labeled in the original as pure evil and that's why he was supposed to be locked up forever and so presumably these people are just trying to, you know, for their podcast, as you do, uh, just trying to dig a little deeper, find the exclusives, trying to get them to talk, get them to say something, hopefully be the first ones to, you know, speak with him, quote unquote. Um, but th that doesn't happen. The, he he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he don't care yeah, about no, that. No fuck's given. <laughs> um, presu presumably in his mind, he's just waiting for the day he's going to be transferred because he's going to escape again. 40 years yeah. later, he still knows how to escape like a madman. <laughs> uh, so then uh then they show up to Lori's house and you know she's got this semi fortress set up she's got a gate where they have to like buzz in and she seems pretty disinterested in talking about anything and then they're like yo how does three thousand dollars sound <laughs> <laughs> she pops the gate open and this was the first instance where i'm like i don't think she would do that like i don't think somebody who's dealing with this sort of thing and not wanting to talk about it would just for like three grand because uh, as you said she's obviously spent a lot of money on yeah. um, <laughs> renovating her home let's say uh, but then we find out she's giving it to her granddaughter and you know the the aspect of Lori and her bringing up her child to you know prepare for michael essentially or the world e even um it, it's the the family bond is what's biggest in this movie right yeah yeah definitely it's about Lori. it's about her protecting her family it's about you know michael who's uh, obsessed with this family in, in some way shape or form and that's that's going to be your through line here for the most part um so obviously you know they don't get much from her they end up leaving uh spoilers they end up getting killed in some pretty fucking ways <laughs> yeah man don't ever ask me to go investigate about a movie because we'll die just like that <laughs> Yeah, for sure. As soon as they said they're podcasters, I'm like, and they're going to die immediately. Look, man, I've seen Tusk. I've seen this movie. I know how 
um, so you know this the setup in this movie is there's a lot of character stuff going on there's a lot of world stuff going on um we get to spend some time with uh Lori's granddaughter Allison um who obviously is the the fill in for you know Lori in the original she's an unknown actress she's you know out with her friends on Halloween night she's a teenager all that stuff so we have yeah. that parallel there and we actually don't get the first like proper kills for a, a while in this movie i don't know like the exact timestamp, but it's, yeah i it's, feel like it's 30 or 40 minutes in for sure yeah it's after he's well actually i think it's about 30 minutes um judging since i think that's about all the time i had to watch this morning it's about 30 <laughs> minutes yeah maybe 40 um and it's as he's being transferred you know uh, obviously you know you're watching this movie you know that michael is going to be a threat so as soon as i say he's being transferred you're like oh yeah okay i know how this is gonna go <laughs> yeah um the most fucked up part of that though is there's there's a man and his son a pretty young son um i am terrible at guessing ages but this kid is young enough to be a kid but old enough to use a rifle because they're going out hunting in the middle of the night for some reason (laughs) um (laughs) and so they they pull up on the bus crash and events transpire and i did not expect him to kill that kid on like right there on screen no no (laughs) it felt wrong (laughs) it did and you know i don't know if there's some metric for this as far as like children being murdered on in a movie or something but uh you usually don't see it happen yeah no he doesn't get (laughs) stabbed or anything he gets his neck broken which is pretty much um uh, mild (laughs) all all things considered (laughs) but (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I that that took me by fucking surprise. So those are your first kills. Uh, the the boy's father, the boy, um, who coincidentally shoots the doctor who was in the in the oh, van, yeah. or in the bus, <laughs> I should say. Um, and then then we get to the bot the podcasters and they die. So he's fully out. It's Halloween night, and he's seemingly aimlessly going around murdering people as he does. Um, on his way to find Lori or her family. And we get these other like tiny little character moments as he's going on the spree. You know, we 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 see an older woman making a ham sandwich, and then she gets murdered. Um, and, oh yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, there's like another babysitter or someone else who just gets her head slammed into a chair and then stabbed in the back of the throat. Uh, <laughs> but, but then we have these characters who we've you know never really seen before. We get you know maybe five or ten minutes on screen of them, um, a young babysitter. Um, a young the younger kid who she's uh, babysitting julian who's fucking perfect in this movie he's goddamn <laughs> great he's witty yeah. he's fucking funny um at one point when michael starts attacking the babysitter he says oh fuck this and runs away it's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> but i liked that they spent the time with the babysitter and her boyfriend obviously shows up because it's a halloween movie and everybody you know is trying to bone and then they get killed um, yeah, only, right. only to kill them off like immediately. I, that's that's a nice touch that actually works for me. Yeah, but whole crux of this at this point, now that they know Michael's escaped, they're trying to round up Lori, her daughter, and her granddaughter, uh, and also her daughter's husband, I guess, and get everybody to Lori's house because she's built it as this defensive structure. Um, she, you know, has a plan in place for all this shit. 
they get everyone but the granddaughter who you know sees her boyfriend kissing another girl storms out of a party uh their shitty friend tries to come on to her and he's real drunk and then he dies uh she eventually gets picked up by a cop to be taken to Lori's house and, and the here, doctor and the doctor the doctor's there as well um who yeah. at one point says i'm a doctor get inside and lock the door which is weird to me but whatever <laughs> a you're not that kind of doctor and b why do you need a doctor to tell me that when there's a police officer standing there but whatever so <laughs> um as they're driving they see michael and this is where things got really interesting for me uh the cop hits him with the car because you know fucking let's kill this man yeah uh, so the doctor says hey he's state property don't kill him and that's that's a little weird I don't yeah. I mean, sure, whatever, but he's also an officer of the law, so let him do his thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, h- hits him with the car, and, you know, we as the audience all know he's not dead. Doctor runs up to him, says, oh my god, he's dead. We all know he's not dead. And I'm figuring that Michael's gonna kill this doctor and then kill the police officer, right? Like, Yeah, no, that's what I thought, too. And then the doctor stabs the fucking police officer. <laughs> Yeah, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm like, what in the fucking world is going on? Um, and I, you know, the only reason I can come up with for this guy's brain is he was just trying to preserve Michael. Like he keeps talking about he needs to be studied. We need to understand this. And if I don't do this, this police officer is going to shoot him. So yeah, I guess I got to do it. <laughs> and then for a moment there, he becomes like, like Michael in a way. He uh. He stands up to his unconscious body and says, oh, so this is what it feels like. And he puts on the mask for a second, which was weird and unnecessary. But I guess he was just trying to live out some fantasy or something. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's trying to put himself in Michael's shoes and he took that expression way too far. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess so. He didn't take the shoes, thankfully, but uh, he, he got close enough. Yeah. Uh, so the brilliant idiot that he is, he puts uh, Michael's unconscious body in the back of the squad car with uh allison a squad car meaning that there's a cage where they cannot get to the front of the car and also they cannot open the doors from the inside and then he begins to drive michael to Lori's house because he wants to see him talk he wants to get inside his mind and he thinks that helping him with that connection is going to lead him to some discovery long story short uh michael doesn't like this guy very much he kills him <laughs> yeah pretty instantly super dead squashes his head like a watermelon with his foot um i thought that was the best kill in the entire movie honestly it was fucking genius to kick down that cage with his feet oh my god yeah (laughs) like that's where this movie's like yo michael's powerful you know sure he lifted a girl up and like snapped her neck whatever fine anyone can do whatever yeah there's nothing but but yeah kicking (laughs) the security cage into that dude's back launching him into the steering wheel and throwing him out on the ground only to crush his head with one kick like yeah (laughs) you'd have to break the seat though yeah well he broke everything (laughs) no i know that's what i'm saying is he kicked the cage down he broke the motor controlled seat slam with enough force to slam his head into the steering wheel and knock him unconscious that's a powerful fucking kick (laughs) (laughs) um so at that moment now the cage is free allison runs away she's running through the woods and two other complete idiot cops show up (laughs) (laughs) um and and they die uh they're 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 real dead 
Um, so obviously we all knew this was coming. Michael ends up at Lori's house. Her defenses are seemingly just being ripped through. Like it doesn't seem like all the work that she's put in is having any effect on this dude's ability. Um, he, he kills, I don't even remember his name. Um, Lori's daughter's husband, the dad. Yeah. The dad, um, Ray, I think is his name. Yeah, I think so. He gets a little bit of screen time. Um, he, he's, you know, seems to have a funny, uh, relationship with his family, but he does not meet a, a good end. And, <laughs> you know, shortly after that, Michael gets into the house pretty fucking quickly. Yeah. And to me, I'm thinking, oh, like, well, this is all a waste, right? Yeah, all the all millions the- of dollars he put. Yeah, so it seems like the only effectual thing that Lori has now is this secret basement she has under the kitchen counter. It's got a motor motor thing, moves out of the way, moves back. So theoretically, you can't tell it's there. Well, um, after Michael grabs Lori through the door, which is a, a scene I thought was pretty cool. Um, she shoots his hand with a shotgun, is able to run away. He's obviously bleeding profusely. She goes underground, but at some point she's like, yo, I need to finish this. I'm going back up there. I'm going to take this motherfucker out. We get a pretty cool sequence of scenes where she's, you know, stalking through her house and hitting these like security gates that she set up. And I'm like, oh, okay. She had, you know, more thought to this plan here. Oh yeah. Um, Lots of tension built up and it, it really resists the urge for you to like jump out at you for so long. There's (laughs) so, so much of her just sweeping through rooms and closing these gates and up until, you know, probably five to 10 minutes into this very slowly paced, but tension building sequence. Um, she finally sees Michael who throws him off or throws her off a balcony. Uh, much like the original movie, she gets up and runs away right as uh right as Allison shows up to make the rest of this real short. Since nobody else really dies here, Michael gets into the basement. Um, and there's this really cool scene where Lori's daughter, Karen is screaming out for help. She's got her rifle. She's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then Michael steps out, you know, all fucking confident. Like he is. <laughs> and Karen reveals that it was just a fucking ploy. They, like she was doing that for him, you know? Yeah. Um, she straightens up, she fires a shot, hits him in like the cheek or whatever. Uh, so they semi subdue him. They get him down in the basement. Lori activates her final trap card which traps Michael in the basement, and then she burns down the house. Uh, yeah, she's got fucking gas pouring out all over the house through these tiny tubes with a lighter right next to it. Like, Jesus Christ. She was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, turns out all the things that we thought she thought of, uh, she did think of, and then, and then some. Um, but interestingly enough, the very last shot of this movie is um, Allison, Lori's granddaughter, in the back of the back bed of a pickup truck, holding the signature uh butcher knife that that michael's been using for this whole time or at least you know a butcher knife yeah then roll credits um yeah that's it (laughs) i like is for as much as like almost nothing happens in this movie um i really like the stuff that happens in this movie uh characters are built well um with the exception of what i said i think laurie's paranoia is um like well done and uh realistic i would say you know as far as what she does about it and things like that yeah yeah. so 
I have to wonder, and I, I hope you can wonder with me, <laughs> if she is like this paranoid about Michael and you know knows that he excels inside of houses and you know hiding around corners and in in closets and things like that don't you think she would have like remodeled their house into some like wild open concept thing with no doors and no shit like that (laughs) (laughs) well i mean she probably bought it for super cheap because it's out in the middle of nowhere and she already had the plan to burn it all down so i mean (laughs) why would you put more money into it (laughs) i guess that's true i guess that i guess that's true um but yeah, like I said, this movie is fucking littered with Easter eggs about the old movies. It was <laughs> the, the classroom scene and you expect it was uh, Lori's granddaughter that was in the classroom and you expect to see Michael Myers out there because you haven't seen him escape yet, but you figure that he did and you think you're going to see Michael Myers and then fucking Lori's out there just standing like he was. I'm like, Oh shit. That was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's that there's uh, Allison talking to her friends and one of the friends being like, yo, is wasn't, isn't your, your grandmother, his sister. And she's like, no, 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 that's just something somebody made up. And then like, <laughs> I can't remember what movie that was that, that did that, which Halloween movie, but uh, they completely rewrote that shit. Um, like I said, they they took nothing into account between the first Halloween and this one, but they yeah. did call out to a lot of it, which I thought was was really fucking cool. Yeah, no, I did I did like that. I just, oh, I can respect Michael Myers, and I'm gonna just hear me out on this. I can respect why people like him. I just don't. I don't. I didn't like the original. I didn't like this one. There's just nothing drawing me in wanting to know more about him and what he does. And as far as the killings go, he's a little on the slow side. And there's there's just nothing really that spectacular or different about him. <laughs> so, like, I mean, yes, he's he's slow. He he only walks, right? Like he's yeah, he's the walking shape. Um, that's not his actual name, but that's what I'm gonna call him from here on out. <laughs> but he's he's swift when he gets there you know like he he is very methodical he knows exactly what his his prey are going to do um the scene with the fucking kid whose name i forget not cameron um oscar the drunk kid oh okay when he's just like toying with him he's standing there and like the motion light goes off and he you know we moves don't, around <laughs> yeah we don't have an establishment between just these two movies but we we have the hint that okay he can't die um he's definitely some sort of demonic some sort of presence that's otherworldly right like he's not a human and so him like transcending around this backyard without triggering the motion light i thought was fucking great like that was just this really cool scene where he just shows up in another place and the light comes back on and oscar's like fuck you doing like i'm leaving i'm i'm out of here and you know he he slashes him like to toy with him he he doesn't stab him he just like slashes his hand just to freak him out as if he's like feeding on that fear yeah and but he know he knows full well that this kid can't escape he's in this backyard um he has to climb a wall to get out and as he's trying to climb the wall michael walks up behind him and stabs him and fucking bikes his head on top of one of the um i don't know what you call those things but the spiky parts on like wrought iron fences yeah and he's just like he's so methodical about it and that's what i like about him is he's 
he's everywhere at once and nowhere at once, you know, and he just he just kind of fucks with people. But when he wants to kill you, he just does it. Yeah, no, I can see that. But then there are the moments where he struggles to kill people, and that's. <laughs> <laughs> I just. A I, yeah, I don't know if he's like you know a demonic, you know, came from a demonic source or that, because usually, from what I've seen in horror movies, usually the bigger dudes are the ones that take the longest to kill. Right. Most of the time, it's it's the fat dudes, the buff dudes, whatever. They always come back, like in fucking Boar, the uncle. Like, yeah. we thought he was totally dead. Like, he's got to be fucking way dead. No, he's fine. He's just big. He can take it. So that's kind of how I see Michael is he's a big and powerful dude. And we see that in this movie. He's fucking powerful. Oh, Don't yeah. get me wrong, but that's kind of how I see it is why he won't die is just because he's a big dude. Jason, I got nothing for it. He looks like he's 5'5 five five and, you know, weighs maybe 178. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and he's for sure some sort of... I don't know. I don't even know what you call him. Like, what would you call Jason? A, a ghost Zombie? of some sort? Like, I don't know, because he's. I wouldn't say a ghost because I didn't. I I feel like he plays more on the zombie type of things. Yeah, maybe like an understanding zombie that can only hear his mom. I don't know. That, it's fucking weird. Tilt, We're getting way off. Topic. We are. We are. Um, I I liken Michael Myers more to you know as as he's been referred to as pure evil, right? So. Yeah, he's like Spawn of Satan. He's fucking the devil almost, and that's that's why you see him in in all of these films, presumably die and and not die. Um, but yeah, also very fucking strong. So I don't know. That's that's what I appreciate about. I I'm not saying that everyone needs to like Michael Myers or Halloween or whatever. Um, yeah, but maybe it's because Halloween was one of the first horror movies I ever saw which made that stick with me. And then I saw things like Friday the 13th and I was like, Oh, this is just a kind of a rip off of Halloween. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, let's, let's be real. It kind of was, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it was for sure. I agree with that hundred <laughs> percent, but yeah, Michael Myers, take him or leave him. Um, how'd you feel about the rest of the, the movie? Like, were you invested in the story? Did you think that it was uh, something that was worth telling? Um, I mean, it was kind of cool to see what happened with Lori after everything. Because um, uh, like 40 years later, even like it's a super big gap and in, in horror movies, they do it right after it. So like this one isn't right after it. this is literally fucking 40 years of preparing. And Michael's been doing nothing but staring at a wall and going outside and getting chained up. Um, right. And so, yeah, now he, well, I guess he's also been preparing, too, because if. Who knows why he picked 40 years? I have no fucking idea. But well, um, yeah, could have been because of the podcasters. Just, <laughs> yeah, the podcasters just sent him over the edge. Um, no, I think yeah. it was just that just happened to be the, when they wanted to transfer him. Like, that is the biggest mm. who, who the fuck knows. But he knew that they were going to be vulnerable while he was in, you know, a, a bus and not a high security facility, you know? Yeah, and I wanted to know how the fuck he crashed that bus, though. Well, he's super strong. I'm sure he broke some chains, broke some <laughs> the metal security cages, and and the doctor says he overtook the driver, and then that's when they crashed. Um, oh, I thought he like punched through the floor of the bus and grabbed the wheel and ripped it off, and then <laughs> crashed it. 
fucking Hulk that shit. I was thinking like Flintstones. <laughs> he just stomped his feet. <laughs> uh, Boom. Bus flip. Fuck. Uh, yeah, incidentally, this is not something I was going to bring up, but we may have... Um, that might be around somewhere. Uh, the original cut of this movie was like something crazy, like two hours and 45 minutes or something. Uh, so they, they had to cut quite a bit. Uh, yeah or maybe it's like a 215 and they only cut like 30 minutes but they cut quite a bit out of this movie um but i don't i don't think anything was missing from it that's not to say that but no uh, maybe we would have gotten some uh some insight into that but neither here nor there um yeah having just watched the original uh did you think that this one was a faithful sequel Let, let's let's go ahead and call it since that's what they want it to be um especially in in frame of reference to like you know the other movies we watched uh this this last <laughs> month or so yeah no i i did there was i think they got the feel right of it it's just a more high quality look um it's got a good story it sticks with lori for a good chunk of time which also the original did and there were a few things that pissed me off in this movie to where once I realized what they were doing, like they were trying to make it look like it was the second one, you know, of the original. And one of the scenes that just pissed me off is when the daughter's downstairs and she hears Michael trying to tear apart that island, that giant island, and it's moving. It's not like she's feeling comfortable that he's not going to rip that thing off. And she's just sitting there and she's just staring and she's looking at her daughter and she's just staring and not doing shit and i remember that there was a shitload of guns in the wall well <laughs> i'm like yes. okay go now go now and she's just staring and staring and i'm like oh my fucking god and then i think that's because of the original and there were those hesitant moments in the original so I I hope that that's what they were doing, or that's a really stupid fucking scene. I mean, it's it also could be one of those things, right? So, you know, she doesn't really have any options down there, right? Um, talking about Karen, Lori's daughter, um, yeah, and and not to mention Karen's daughter, Allison, who probably has no firearm training. So I can forgive Karen for not saying, "Yay, go grab a shotgun" or something. You know, um, I can forgive that because I'm sure that she would have been pretty hard against that considering she feels her upbringing like ruined her life um being you know so paranoid and learning about all these guns and and doing like this firearm training and all that stuff so i can see how she probably wanted her daughter as far away from that shit as possible so her knowing how to use you know the rifle that she picks up knowing that her daughter doesn't doesn't want to put that on her like that i can understand and like, yeah, there's no escape from that basement. So she basically has to wait for him to rip it up and get a shot at him. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's like, to me, that's what that scene was, you know, and maybe some callbacks to, you know, some of the older movies. Um, I will give you this. Uh, the Halloween movies are all about people being fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> you know, you look back at the original leaving doors <laughs> wide the fuck open. Like, hey, let's go to this house and have sex, but let's leave the front door wide open while we do it. <laughs> so that everyone can hear us. It's oh, just, God. Like, so, yeah, that's that's a Halloween thing for sure. So maybe okay. it's a little bit of both. Yeah. And it, it's not like this is the worst 
horror movie by far. I can understand and respect why he's one of the classics. It was one of the first. I know that. And like Friday the 13th definitely ripped off from it. And that took off as well. He's part of, you know, that whole group with Freddy Krueger, Chucky, uh, Leatherface, fucking Pinhead, all of those people. And I understand mm-hmm. it and I respect it. It's just there's there's nothing about these movies. Like, I I haven't seen past the original and nothing about the original made me want to go forward and watch the other 12 fucking films that they made. <laughs> Especially with hindsight, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even Halloween 2, even the first follow-up, nowhere near as good as the first. Not even fucking close. Um, yeah. This is easily the second, if not for me, the best movie in this entire franchise. Um, so, it's just like... <laughs> th- that, for me, is reason enough for me to like this movie. They threw out so many fucking movies and so many bad ideas and really fucking redeemed this movie in a way that I did not see possible when it was first announced, especially, you know, when this thing was first announced and it was like, Hey, it's going to be written by Danny McBride. I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck are you even talking about? (laughs) I wouldn't be any more surprised of Halloween by Adam Sandler. And and it's directed (laughs) by David Gordon green. And I'm like, okay, yeah, he's fine, but he's not going to do Halloween. And sh- sure enough, they, they fucking pulled it off for me. Like, I I have no reservations about calling this w- one of my favorite horror movies, um, period. Wow. And to, to me, the reason that this movie, um, and I think you can attest to, keeps, keeps faithful to Halloween, right? The reason yeah. that they do that is because John Carpenter actually was convinced to come on and and be an advisor to this movie. Um, if we look at the other movies we watched, the Friday the 13th, the Nightmare on Elm Street, probably even the Leprechaun, uh, the <laughs> the original people behind those were not involved. In fact, they no. <laughs> more often than not were like, hey, don't fucking do this. Um, John Carpenter was into it. He he didn't write anything. He He wasn't directing it, anything like that. Um, he did the music with, uh, you know, some of his collaborators, I think his son and his godson. Um, but he was definitely an advisor. He he read scripts, he gave notes, and he did all that shit. That's cool. And having that consistency, I think, is what makes this movie um, stand out from the other horror movies that have tried to be like, hey, we're coming back. And it just has <laughs> fallen completely fucking flat. Yeah, I mean, as far as all the reboots and stuff that we've watched, this is the better one. I mean, I did love Friday the 13th, but this, it just looked so much more like the original than Friday the 13th did. So I can appreciate that. (laughs) It kept that original spirit. I mean, even down to the text treatment and, you know, how, like, that was an old school ass opening credits. You know, you don't see opening credits that are just credits anymore. Um, It's always, here's stuff over stuff something for you to watch no this was just like here's names on screen here's a fucking pumpkin here's the song tweaked (laughs) a little bit and fucking god i love that song so much okay can we at least agree that that's the best fucking theme song yes (laughs) yes it is it it is definitely the most iconic fucking theme song for sure okay so real quick tangent uh does friday the 13th or nightmare do they have like a song uh so 
Like, Even like Jason, Jason has the ch 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 ah ah thing. Yeah, I feel like it's more of that. And then Nightmare on Elm Street has the one, two, Freddy's coming for you type of True. melody. Okay. But it it doesn't play in the beginning. It doesn't play at the end. It's not it's not as iconic as that music that's in Halloween. And honestly, they did that because that's what people fucking wanted. Yeah. They didn't want a new take. They just wanted an updated version of the movie that they love. Right. <laughs> And you know, and I think I think they accomplished that. I think that's exactly what we fucking got. Um, yeah. So props to them for for getting Carpenter back. Obviously, they got Jamie Lee Curtis back. Um, also of note, and this is completely missable. Uh, Nick Castle, at several parts parts in this movie, plays the shape uh, Michael Myers, and he was the original <laughs> Michael Myers in in uh, the seventy eight Halloween. And I thought that was fucking cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he doesn't do it all the time. He didn't do a lot of the physical stuff, obviously. Not that there was like a bunch of it, but um, some of the more like lifting stuff like that. But the stalking was um, was Nick Castle for sure. And he's been here the whole time and it, it fits the continuity. Like Michael's supposed to be 61 when this movie is set. And I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. No, that's dope. And staying on that topic, actually, um, we did run into some news that Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be talking more about her part in the new Halloween movie that's coming out. To, that's Hell. following this one. Yes. <laughs> it is a, a Twitter watch party for David Gordon Green's Halloween is this nice. weekend on Saturday, May 16th. If anybody cares, I will be missing it. But if anybody <laughs> wants to watch that, then go for it. I'll, I'll like read the write-up of it you know yeah there you go <laughs> um so that i guess brings me to my next thing pretty naturally here as i ruin it um <laughs> when this movie came out we had no idea that there were prospects for a sequel at least i didn't um so that having the oh there's a guaranteed sequel and oh there's a guaranteed third one in the mix kind of colored yeah. how you watch this one a little differently um yeah but are, are you gonna watch the second one I mean, yeah, probably if they put it on HBO, like sure. Okay, so you're <laughs> not gonna run, not. you're not gonna be like me and run out to the theater and see it. No, no, it's just, I was super confused because I heard a bunch of good things about this movie, but then I look at the IMDb rating and it's only a six point six out of ten, which yeah, that's I like that's like I my score, that, you know. I like get a six out of ten, like I'd watch it, but I thought people were fucking hyped about this movie. You know, <laughs> I did too, and I think that that might have been. Uh, the hardcore early fans or something like that. Um, Cause I remember it being received pretty damn fucking well, like right when it came out. Yeah. But looking at scores now, I mean, it has a 79 on rotten tomato, which is for a horror movie. That's fucking unheard of. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Especially if you take into account, like uh, let's see Rob zombies, Halloween has a 26. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. whoa that was it. That was pretty choice. Halloween 2 has a 28. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, this is completely uh, devoid of any part of this conversation. Halloween 3 has a 42. Wow. That is, that is the third, fourth highest scoring Halloween movie on here. That's depressing. <laughs> you know what happened is everybody who saw that movie and rated it, they've never seen any other Halloween film. I guess like, oh, so. Halloween 3, that sounds cool. And then they went to go see it, not knowing anything about Michael Myers. Like, that was pretty fucking good. I don't even think <laughs> in that context that's a good movie. Um, <laughs> we're going to watch that one of these days for sure. 
Yikes. I have not seen that thing in probably a decade. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Uh, So on that topic, um, this is the highest grossing Halloween movie, I believe, if if I did not get my facts wrong here. Um, And right behind it is Halloween 1. So, you know, the original launch of this uh, franchise. And then Rob Zombie's Halloween. So it's it's because people wanted it, man. They yeah, like they wanted something new, and they they had trust in Rob Zombie. And I I heard that it wasn't nobody really liked it who liked the original movie. I liked them. I own both of them, <laughs> but that's just because Rob Zombie did it. Yeah, it's just vastly different. Yeah, like it's still Halloween, but it is so much more about Michael Myers and. That's kind of why I liked about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and no, I did too. Um, yeah, I, I see why people didn't like it, but I like those movies just fine. I'm not going to say yeah. that I wish he kept going. I'm extremely happy with this new crew of people working on these new uh, this new trilogy. But anyway, that just it speaks to every time Halloween rears its head as "Hey, we're starting over." People fucking flock to it, like nobody's business apparently and i think that's fucking great i mean i think it makes sense because i think this is a lot of people's first horror film where they actually got into horror you know yeah and so it makes sense to me why they'd rush out to go see it whenever there's a new one they're like oh me maybe it's going to start a new thing and they're going to do a new trilogy or you know make another 12 fucking movies or something like that but then <laughs> it just works <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, this one this one worked out pretty damn well for me um i could go through all of this trivia for fucking ages like i said there are so many callbacks and little bits and pieces in here that it it calls back to pretty much fucking everything yeah and another reason why i love this movie (laughs) (laughs) it it doesn't beat you over the head with it like so for instance um when right before oscar dies and he's drunk and he's he's in the backyard he sees Michael in his mask and he calls him Mr. Elrod. Um, in Halloween two, Mr. Elrod is the person that they thought was doing all the stuff that Michael was doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's just, just a bunch of little shit like that. There's a, um, radio call that, uh, is a call out to, or like a police radio where it's like, Hey, there's an incident at this address. And that was the original actual Halloween house, like the the real live set for Halloween. Oh, um, shit. Just, okay. just like a bunch of stuff like that. No, that's dope. Yeah. Really fucking cool movie. I don't know. It now is the fifth timeline of Halloween movies, which is... <laughs> you, that's, that's what we get, right? Once yeah. you take a franchise so far, you start having things branch off. I mean, it happened with fucking terminator it's happened with nightmare on elm street i think did did that at one point i don't actually remember but it just it's something that happens when people start realizing they made mistakes and have to write movies out of there (laughs) yeah for sure um it's great i'm i'm so ready for the next one to be honest with you i am kind of barely okay. excited <laughs> sure. and that's fair see that's why we do this we, we want to have both sides of this argument yeah i mean um, the new child's play that's something different sure sure <laughs> like, like that last one was good i 
another movie, another TV show. I think that stuff's kind of weird. I'll, um, I'll watch seven or 12 of them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> all right. So I want to I want to do some trivia here as we move in. I think we're done talking about Halloween at this moment. Um, before we move into the news, I want to pick your brain with some horror movie trivia. Okay. Um, but also, also, we're going to set up some random horror movie trivia and test both of our brains. Ooh. So, so first thing, uh, we did establish that Michael Myers is not at all in Halloween 3. That is the only Halloween movie that he is not present in. Okay. Um, how many movies is Jason not present in of his? I feel like it's none. No. Or, or well, I'm sorry, let's, let's go ahead and say counts. doesn't kill people. The f- one? The first one? So the first one and Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. You remember that movie? Really? It was a copycat no. killer. Oh, shit. No, I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that was not Jason. Because um, I knew then, the first one, yeah. What about um, Freddy? Where he's not in the movie? Where, where he doesn't kill anybody. Never. Yep, yep, you are correct. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> that wouldn't be a Freddy movie. <laughs> he almost got out of Freddy versus Jason without killing someone. He yeah, only, he, he was, was kind of behind Jason, though. Yeah, he, he, he only killed one person it. in that movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a pretty weak ass showing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all righty, let's let's do a couple uh, couple bad movie trivia's here. Okay, fucking ready, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> Hopefully, there's some that we actually can't answer. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Question one: What okay. U.S. state is the site of Leatherface's chainsaw massacre? Shit, <laughs> Kentucky. It's, it's for Kentucky. sure Kentucky. Um, I'm gonna click this answer here. This is Arizona, and see if it calls me <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, that wasn't an answer. Oh my god. <laughs> no. We live um, here, man. <laughs> Oh fuck! Okay. <laughs> um, what we got? Okay, here we go. Um, what is the socio-political theme of Get Out? Your favorite movie? Oh god, damn it! Racism. Yes, it's race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a good one. Uh, what disability does the bad guy in Don't Breathe have? I thought he was just blind. I haven't seen it. I've only seen the trailer. Blindness. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, uh, sweet. Fuck yeah. Um, do you know? Ah, uh, shit. Never mind. Um. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's weirded word or worded weird in here, so I'm gonna skip that one. Um. Okay. Which which of these horror movies is not found footage? Paranormal Activity, Twenty Eight Days Later, Blair Witch, or Wreck? R E C. What are the mm. options again? Uh, Paranormal Activity, Twenty Eight Days Later, The Blair Witch Project, or Wreck? R E C. Uh, I think it's twenty eight days later. It is. It fucking yes. is. Have you have you seen Rick? No, I uh, always get that and VHS mixed up. Oh, uh, so so that movie's fucking great, and that was the um I want to say it's Japanese, um, but I could okay. be or Spanish. One of those two. Um, I know those are completely the same thing. I, I get it. 
Um, that was the movie <laughs> that um, Quarantine was based off of. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Quarantine was the American, the American version of of Wreck. Huh. All right. Well, dude, I'm yeah. I'm killing it. I'm getting them all right. <laughs> you're, you're you're fucking you're fucking doing it. Um, here we go. Let's see if we can get this one. Which Lethal okay. Weapon star played the cop in Saw? Lethal Weapon. What Saw? The original? Yeah. Oh God. Or was it two? I think it was the original. There's only one Lethal Weapon actor in Saw, so. Okay. Well, I know it's not Mel Gibson. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I mean, you might. Yes, know that, I but... do. Yes, I do. They want to put fucking Mel Gibson in the Saw movie. Yeah. Um. Fuck. I have no idea. Danny Glover. Remember really? Danny Glover? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I was surprised. Guys, that was kind of a surprise to me uh, when it happened. Really? Um. What uh, What animal's blood is dumped on Carrie? Pig blood. Yep. Pig blood is correct. Uh, last yeah. one here. What kind of supernatural being does Chloe Grace Moretz play in Let Me In? I have not seen that movie. Oh, that movie's so good. She's a vampire. <laughs> oh, okay. I've not yeah. seen that one. It's, it's a good-ass movie. Um, okay. Yeah, that goes is fucking easy, especially if you're looking at the pictures. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, what a weird new tradition we just developed. Uh, what it's about fun. news? It's fun. <laughs> All right. News. Uh, looks like New Mutants will finally release in theaters in August, which Hell. I wouldn't hold. <laughs> wouldn't hold your breath. But. Okay, so here's here's my question: Why theaters? I know, why? right? August. Why theaters? I feel like they're gonna do the in-home theater thing that they've been doing with movies recently. I feel like someone's gonna come out of the gate, whatever production company and they're just going to start doing that because it's so much fucking easier and more people will spend money on that. They sure. have something they have a genius idea right there and I think they need to fucking act on it and somebody's going to. Did you did you hear about all that stuff between I think it was AMC theaters and uh Universal? Um I know AMC was planning on shutting mm. either a majority of their doors or all of them. Maybe it wasn't AMC. No, it was I AMC. don't know about Universal. So, uh, Universal Studios, uh, responsible for the smash hit Trolls World, World Tour, um, <laughs> came out came out touting that uh, that movie Trolls grossed them like some ungodly amount of money. Right? Like, okay, a movie probably nobody would would have thought of. Um, a hundred million dollars in three weeks when the original made a total of one hundred and fifty four million. Uh, just coming out about, hey, video on demand, like, this is great for our new movies. This is going to be badass. Yeah. A AMC was was out and was like, nah, dude, you need movie theaters. We're not going to show any of your shit in our any of our theaters around the globe. Because they were, they were burned by the fact that Universal, like, stepped around them to get it straight to people. Um, yeah. And Universal was like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we're Universal. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, and and I think this was in response to um, Universal saying that going forward they were going to plan to release movies on video on demand and in theaters at the same time. 
Um, so AMC's like, yeah. no, you, you can't fuck us like that. Like we're we're not down for that. Um, but here's here, so here's my thought process on this. Uh, movie studios don't need movie theaters. They simply don't. They no. release, you know, I don't know what Trolls was costing or if it was on a streaming service, you know, for a subscription or what. But, you know, you look at, and I'd be interested to see the numbers on this. You look at, like, The Invisible Man and The Hunt. They came out. Okay. Um, the Invisible Man hit theaters for a little bit, but The Hunt was never in theaters. Um, it yeah. released. You could buy it for, or you could rent it or, you know, watch it for 20 bucks. Yeah. Seems like a lot of money, but if you take into account how much you spend going to a movie theater, not at all a lot of money. No, it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, you get your own fucking popcorn. You get your own drinks. You can be buck ass naked if you want to <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> so tired of getting thrown out of the movie theater for that exactly and so is paul rubens <laughs> hey <laughs> you don't bring peewee into this it, it's it's a thing that happened <laughs> so i i don't see why studios would want to go back to theaters if they can just pump it directly into people's homes it's so many okay i know that you would see a lot more new release movies if you didn't have to go to theaters yeah i mean i still see them but i have to wait six months and dodge all the spoilers i can so i could actually buy the movie before i can see it yeah exactly and like you know taking your kids to the movie theater not the easiest thing in the world especially if you're going to see something like fucking halloween let's say (laughs) yeah it, it seems like everything's about to break and so many of these movie studios are going to be like, well, fuck it here. It's on our streaming service, which we own Uh, new mutants. For example, Fox property owned by Disney. Disney just launched Disney plus and they showed like frozen on there two days after hit theaters or some bullshit. Yeah, that was nuts. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So why they came out and said, yo, this long delayed movie, this movie you've been waiting for fucking ever for, is finally going to hit theaters in August. In August of all times, when, you know, A, this shit might not have changed, or B, shit might even get worse by then. Um, just <laughs> fucking weird to me. I don't, I don't know that I believe it, but I also don't know that I can stomach uh, paying attention to another delay of that movie. I know. I've wanted to see it for so long, ever since he announced it, and the cast that's in it, it's like... Fuck, dude. And I bet you the person, because it's done filming, right? Like, it's been done forever. It's been done for a long-ass time, apparently. Yeah, but if I was the guy, I would just be re-watching it. Like, knowing that nobody else has this fucking movie or has ever seen it. No one's ever going to see this movie. Here I go. Oh, my God, dude. I'm fucking ready for it. Ever since... uh, I can't remember if... No, Deadpool was the first rated R comic book movie, I think. Yeah, at least at least conventionally speaking, I think there are other things you can look at which are like, oh, this is technically based on this comic book or something, but Yeah. I mean I can't remember what Blade was rated, but that was pretty fucking gory for those PG thirteen. But anyways, ever since then and then there hasn't been really a horror one. This kind of threw me for a loop when it was a fucking horror comic book movie. I was like, fuck yeah. Right. It's right up my alley. <laughs> right. Uh so what uh, else do we have here? We have Deep Blue Sea 3 is swimming our way. <laughs> oh, wait, hold the fucking phone. <laughs> yes, there was a second one. 
There was a second deep blue sea in 2018. <laughs> oh yeah, rated R and apparently pretty bloody. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah, Jaws ain't got nothing on deep blue sea. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so the original deep blue sea, not the worst thing in the world. No, I can. I know nothing about this movie, but I guarantee <laughs> you, Lucy might be one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> and there's fucking three of them. <laughs> oh, there, yeah. I, okay, I would take Sharknado over Deep Lucy too. I will say that with confidence at this very moment. Yeah. All right. Who who's the actor that tried to resurrect their career with Deep Lucy too? Let's see here. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I, no, I don't. None of these people seem like people I would know. Oh God! Just a bunch of unknowns. It seems. Do we There's have anybody no... in DC three? No. This isn't like a uh, a tremor no. situation where Tara Reid jumped back in for no fucking reason. <laughs> no, I think that was actually Sharknado. Uh, yeah. Has, has anyone been cast in Deep Blue C three, or is it just? Uh... Yeah, but it looks like a whole bunch of. Oh, it looks like it's people from the second one. Some of them, anyways. Oh, so they survived the second one, but that that movie got us fucking suck. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe. Oh I don't know. <laughs> what? Dr. Emma Collins and her team are spending their third summer on the island of Little Happy. Get the fuck out. Get the hell out of here. Yikes. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But it's happening, so whether we like it or not. God. Yeah, you can say that about a lot of things. Oh. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, and then we have original Ghoulies creators are hoping to get Sony on board with a franchise reboot. Uh, what's Remember the, fucking what? Ghoulies? Ghoulies? Yeah, it's like the little fucking aliens that come out of the uh, oh, the toilet and shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, d- the, I don't know. Like the shivers to the Gremlins uh, goosebumps, right? Like that's... This yeah, like a, like a slimy Kmart. gremlin. <laughs> they got their gremlins at Kmart. And... Yeah. But that's the thing is, like, I I kind of don't want to reboot because you can't really do that creature without, like, shitty puppets. They're going to make it all CGI and shit, and it's going to, it's not, it's not the same. Like, you need that fucking weird looking puppet. <laughs> Outside of that, man, you, you can't improve on perfection, so stop trying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I don't like anything about that. But I'll probably <laughs> okay. <watch> that. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm gonna bring some bad news, but here's some good news. Well, it's not really news, but Matthew Lillard would like to return into Scream. I would love it if they would do that. It would. I would love it, and I would love it. Even if it was just a little cameo, like he was a fucking cashier at a, you know, video rental store, which I was thinking about it too. Like fucking in today's day and age, like there's one and it's Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what if that was where he was? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking at Blockbuster. I mean, he could be in like a Target selling copies of Stab Nine, right? Like. Ooh, or he's take because theaters are still a thing. He could be taking ticket stubs. Yeah, or he could just be in the background. 
He could be the dude yeah. in the theater who's like, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this you never say movie. I'm going to be right back. <laughs> right. The Jamie Kennedy of, uh, of this fucking movie. I think him saying this, they're thinking about it. I th- if I it's, if it's made news, I um, think it's going to happen. I have I have heard talks that uh, Nev Campbell is speaking with them about coming back as Sidney Prescott. So I thought the whole cast was coming back. Well, I don't I don't know if they're that far into it, but um, oh, okay. I, I think this is a thing that's happening. I would um, think because Courtney Cox ain't got shit to do. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I just <laughs> I can't see. So as much as I love the idea of another screen movie, right? I I yeah fucking adore each and every one of the four movies um i really like that tv show i i know it's trash mm. tv i understand that but i i really like that shit i know it's good i'm hoping and there's probably a way to find out what he said about it i'm hoping that this isn't a complete bastardization of everything that wes craven wanted for this because you know obviously he's, he's passed away a number of years ago almost five years ago now um, yeah this this was like one of his fucking babies, and I I hope that this isn't them being like, well, he's gone now, he's out of the way, let's get this shit done. Yeah, yeah, I really hope not either. I don't think they will. I think they'd piss off too many people. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that someone else who actually cares about this is behind behind the reins here. Yeah, but but we will see you in due time, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, what about uh, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark sequel? I know I had that. It's uh, yep, right here. It's in the works at Paramount, which I am so fucking down for. <laughs> I'm ready for that shit. And apparently, this one is going to diverge from the books a little bit more. Um, supposedly, Guillermo del Toro is going to add uh, some of his own stories into this. Which cool. Uh, that, that man's got some weird shit to talk about. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm down. I like, I got everything I wanted from the first one, which is all yeah. the stories that I fucking remember. The most iconic stories that he wrote were in the fucking movie, and I got everything I wanted it on it, and I'm ready to move on. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Show me something I, fucking cool. I think the reverence for scary stories lies in that that first book. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let's just let's spin it off into its own its own franchise and have it be like a pseudo black mirror movie franchise where it's a, you know, a pseudo anthology. I think that'd be great. Yeah, no, I'd be super excited once that comes out. Um, I believe I talked about this before. Nope. I was a different anthology. We have another anthology coming, which is a horror comedy. Um, called scare package oh god <laughs> and it's going to be on shutter so okay. all right <laughs> yeah i mean they've they've done some good shit wait have we talked about scare package before i can't remember because i remember the anthology that i talked about before had a real raunchy name and i can't fucking remember the name of it uh it might have been this because as soon as i started typing it into google um it auto filled it for me and huh. it gave me history results and the IMDb page had already been clicked. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, already- apparently it's coming at some point. We have a cool looking poster and that's a 
about it. There's not a release date or anything, but I'm sure Shutter will post on all of its social media when it actually comes out. So <laughs> I want um, somebody to do a very high level anthology movie. Like I want no more B-rated shit. <laughs> I mean, not that not that the VHS movies are B-rated and that those are the ones I'm going to use for reference here. Yeah. Um, because you know, even just thinking about it now, I'm like, oh, I want the like big names in horror to do a VHS style thing. Well, the people who did VHS are the big names in horror right now. Um, <laughs> with the yeah. like exception of um, James Wan and Jordan Peele, you know whether you think so or not. Um, I like Peele; he's alright. Yeah, yeah. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Slighted, like you just don't like half of his movies. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, as I said, he's all right. Actually, more than that, I, I think the ones he's directed, you just don't like, and everything else is produced by him. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, okay, so I'll take it back. Let's just see another VHS with those those big name people coming back and doing it again. I'd be down, dude. I mean, as long as Eli Roth does an episode, I'd be super fucking happy. Uh, all right, so Eli Roth, right? We yeah. got um, we got James Wan, of course he has to. Um, Dope. Let's throw Guillermo in there. Yep. Let's do. God, who... we can do we can do Peel if you want. Yeah, let's get Peel in there. Uh, M Night Shyamalan, he's got to do one. No, fuck, God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Have you seen the visit? Oh, okay. I think we talked about this. You haven't seen the visit, right? I haven't seen the visit, but I've seen the village. The visit is happening on the <laughs> podcast at some point. I, I, that's my promise <laughs> to everyone listening. Um, All right. I know everyone out there is like, oh, shit, yeah, but, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who else. I'd have to think on this for a while. But I mean, you could throw Danny McBride in there if you wanted. N- no, he did not direct this movie. Do not throw him in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Key and Michael Key. Let's throw him in there. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I don't actually know, but what else? I mean, that have? sounds like a pretty good lineup. Uh, that's all I got for news. There's not too much coming out due to the whole, you know, Corona yeah. going down. But we did get a trailer know, for it... Twilight Zone season two. Speaking of Jordan Peele, yeah, which I haven't seen either. So because I don't own that subscription. You... Okay, so you're you're not working still, right? No. <laughs> get get yourself that free trial and watch that show. You will you will not be disappointed. I'm okay. not gonna hype it's it up on... any more than that. <laughs> what CBS? CBS All Access, yeah. Okay. They, I don't know. I feel like they offer like monthly trials because that service is struggling like fucking crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet, dude. Yeah. And apparently, Quibi's like the best fucking thing out there, which I don't understand. But really, is, is that what you're hearing? Or is that just I, from what I said? No, that's, that's just what people that's what people are saying. And then I see advertisements for it everywhere. And they got fucking um, Chance the Rapper to do Punked. Yep. They got fucking Reno 911 to come back. So, you know, <laughs> I've gone on record here uh, briefly. I like a lot of Quibi's offerings. Um, the horror stuff didn't really hit for me, but that's, you know, and that's why we're here. So, so maybe that uh, didn't really come across. But every time I hear somebody say the word Quibi, it's in a negative fashion. Um, <laughs> apparently, they are hemorrhaging fucking money. So I wouldn't be surprised if that thing just dies. 
because <laughs> yeah, like you said, they're getting big name people, they're getting big name properties. Um, and if, if it's not turning into people signing up for that service, then uh, yeah, who, <laughs> how are they going to stay afloat? Um, I yeah. want to say that because I haven't looked, I don't think I've been charged for Quibi. I want to say they did something ridiculous. Like if you signed up in the beginning, you got like a year for free. Oh, I think right now they're doing 90 days. So three okay. months. Maybe that's what it, maybe I should actually look into canceling that soon. Um, <laughs> that also can add into, you know, obviously they're not making any money. Um, 90 days after launch. Let's see if money starts coming in. But that's every time I hear somebody say something about Quibi, it's, it's bad. So it's, there's just too many of them, bro. Like, it, there's just too many streaming services. I fucking signed up for Apple TV, and yeah, I always forget about that one. I think the only show that I was really looking forward to on that one was Amazing Stories, and it's really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a couple on there. That one there's uh, there's the Always Sunny people doing the like video game themed one that I still haven't seen. Mm. Um, even yeah. If it's not one of the main services, like there's still stuff on HBO that I'm like, man, I should go check that out. And I just haven't. Um, there's a lot of good stuff on Amazon that I'm like, oh, I should go watch that. And I just haven't done it. No, it's it's probably because the integration of Netflix and Hulu is so seamless. Like as soon as I turn my TV on, I can launch Hulu or Netflix to get yeah. something else to get anything else. I've got to jump through hoops. I got to boot up the Chromecast. I got to do this or that. <laughs> So I, I'm even I just, more lazy, man. I got an Apple TV. I have all those apps <laughs> at the tip of my finger, and I still just nah. I'll, I'll just watch Tiger King. It's fine. Sure. Um, <laughs> I wish that both of those services would get some good horror stuff, but it seems like it's been fucking forever since they have. Yeah, and I mean, I had a lot of. I mean, don't get me wrong, Shutter's great, but I had a a little more faith in them to get some really good movies they got they got the originals which is cool that's how i watch halloween the original but as far as the content that they're pushing out like it's nothing nothing too crazy i wish they had an exclusive like if they had like fucking like the hunt came out for digital but then like a week before shutter got it like yeah. that would be dope that would make me want to stay around but then it's like all these I love B-rated horror movies, but then at the same time, like I want to watch some big fucking grossing horror movies, you know? Deep Blue Sea <laughs> 3 exclusive. Yeah, Shutter. exactly, dude. Fucking Sharknado 27. Let's go. Oh, uh, they're only on 20 now. Just chill out. <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking Mark Rubens. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's, that makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think that's all the the news that i have uh, yeah there, there's uh netflix is doing a grudge tv show really yeah so i guess that's actually something that we might have to look forward to um it's called juan i believe which is the the japanese oh name. shit okay um, so they're doing it right <laughs> uh, Juan Origins uh, is Netflix's grudge adaptation, which, okay, okay so real quick, before we get out of here, my, we're, we're running a lot longer than usual, but <laughs> at least it's it's been stuff to talk about. That last grudge movie just came out this year. Yeah, it I was, still didn't see it. It was bad. It was not at all good. Really? Um, I, I want to look up the rating for this real quick. 
um, because I, I did watch it. I had faith in that movie and it betrayed me. Um, I, I thought it looked pretty good. I'm going to guess it got 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's the number you're hitching to, huh? Um, yeah. It got a 20 for uh, critic score and a 23 for audience score. Ooh, <laughs> that's bad. I'm struggling to remember exactly what was bad about that movie. I know that it was very particular things in my brain, um, but yeah, I not worth it. So the fact that Netflix is like, let's get on top of this hot property while it's freaking fresh um, seems odd to me. I don't know, man. Ever since they did uh, Haunting of Hill House, like I got faith in them for horror shit. <laughs> I can't wait for the second season of that. Um, I know. I'll definitely check it out. Like, you know, the Netflix subscription is just tacked on to the cost of being alive at this point. Uh, So I'm never going to cancel that ever. And anytime something hits like fucking Tiger King or this (laughs) series, um, I will end up watching it for sure. Yeah. No. Did you see that uh, fucking Elliot from E.T.? So he's the dad. In Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. And then did you notice that he's also Jack Torrance in Doctor Sleep? Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, thought I fucking forgot fucking about that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought it, I forgot it was fucking Elliot from E.T. I, I knew that in, in Hill House, and then I think I forgot, and I, look, I looked him up in uh, Doctor Sleep, and I was like, oh, shit, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was supposed to be like some kind of extra or something. And the director was like, can you play Jack Torrance? And he's like, uh, <laughs> I guess. Sure. sure. Like, I'm I thought not... he I thought it looked great. I thought it was fucking awesome. Um, yeah, I. It wasn't Jack Nicholson. It clearly wasn't. But I appreciate that they didn't try to go. Facial replacement like that route in, in that movie. No. Nah. Yeah, no, it would have been gross. Um, real quick, and then then we'll get into our other stuff. Um, you were talking about your reading The Shining. Um, I have picked up Stephen King's new book, If It Bleeds, and I just okay. want, I want to give it a shout out. Um, it is a series of uh, there's some short stories and then a longer story in it. Um, the second story in that book has stuck with me something fierce. I cannot stop <laughs> thinking about it. Um, it is written in like a backwards order that's fucking great and uh yeah i I recommend it um if anyone is thinking about picking up if it bleeds at least read the life of chuck because that story is it's something it is it is fucking something and i would love love to see it turned into like a a short little i mean it's probably only long enough for you know but uh a mini movie it's yeah. a short film let's say is, is what i'm looking for but uh it, it's got some ideas that i really appreciate yeah i bet you it'll be made into a movie dude every time he writes a fucking book now it just gets made into a movie that's just been the standard yeah. for a while now yeah he just <laughs> fucking pumps them out like he's bleeding them you know yeah no and i was gonna get it maybe i'll get it on audible then i can listen to it yeah i wonder mm, all right now i gotta look it up um Anyway, I'll look it up off air. I just want to see who reads that. Uh, so moving forward, we're going to get away from the the remakes or the movies that have stayed uh, overstayed their welcome. Um, I think we're going to get into. Let's let's call it a prolific space in horror. 
Uh, do you think that's a good way to describe where we're going from here? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Uh, we'll begin that next week. But until then, he's been Jeff and I've been Jordan. This has been That's Terrible. Uh, thank you for listening. We will see you next time.